get up, get on up. All right, it is Friday, which is a good day for many, but you know, for people in Florida right now who are kind of watching Irma still, mm-hmm. kind of watching anticipating Irma. Yeah, what's happening later this weekend. And really, I mean, all, all of the East Coast. Um, but you know, especially waiting for this thing to you know make landfall, we've got everybody in our thoughts and prayers just so that you know going into the weekend. Um, and it just, I mean, how crazy is it that during hurricane season we've got this coming now, and we're we still need to remember those who were impacted by Harvey, yeah, you know, just a week and a half ago, uh, who were literally in cleanup. What do I do next mode? You know and there's I mean? uh, still stuff churning out there. Yep, right. good old hurricane season, as my Jose. grandmother used to say. Right. Jose, and the other one starts with a K. Yeah, Kasha. 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 So maybe it's a bittersweet Friday. Maybe it is, but we're going to make it a fun Friday right now. Um, Can we kick it off with a favorite? Oh, yeah. Jody's Friday favorite. You know, a lot of times this, my favorite thing will pop up from the world of entertainment or something we've done like with the good thing. But this time, going, we're, we're taking it down home. So last weekend, and I first shared this with you guys on Monday, and Sammy Murphy was there with me, but mm-hmm. we went to visit my, we went to, with my grandfather when he went to the nursing home mm-hmm. to sing to the residents. Well, and he's he, 88 years old now, right. and he still does this. I mean, imagine that. Most 88-year-olds are staying home, retired. Mm-hmm. He's getting out, and he's performing multiple yeah. times a month for... For, for, the, for the younger folks at the nursing home. Well, That's or true. folks that are his age. And look, he's a retired minister, and this is how he still ministers. Mm-hmm. This is just his own created volunteering thing, and he's really fun. I love his commentary between songs. So here's a little. Couldn't hear that. He says he has his birthday. He just turned eighty-eight. He doesn't feel a day over eighty-seven. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets on to entertaining gospel, everybody. baby, like that. gospel. And a lot of the residents I noticed were singing along with him. Yeah. Jody's Friday favorite coming up later uh, this hour. Sam, a lot of love pouring in for you from. For that, that announcement you made yesterday about your struggle with alcohol yeah. and how you're starting your life over again uh, with regards to that. So a lot of love pouring in for you. We're going to dig into the producer's mailbag. Any cute ladies? Pro- uh, you know, probably. <laughs> probably. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, Jody, this one is perfect for you. It's new George Michael music, and you're going to love it. It's for real? Yes. Sam's got music news. Jody, we have new music from uh, George Michael for you today. I heard a rumor about this, but so I so what they're heard going it. back into his catalog and releasing things. Uh, it, they went back into his. This is from his catalog. It's a song called "Fantasy" that was like a B side of one of his hits back in the early nineties. Okay, uh, and then some people may have heard it. And he was working on a re-release of. Um, his album "Listen Without Prejudice." Yes, uh, different remixes of some of the songs. Yeah, he was working on that when he passed. When he passed away. Oh, and George. He was wor- working on the song "Fantasy" because he wanted that to be the first song out, and he asked Niall Rogers to help him because he liked the, <gasps> the, the funk sound that Niall put out. I'm getting chills. So when he passed away, his family said, "Look, just keep working on it." So now Niall has put out the song "Fantasy" with his own little funk to it. Let's hear and it. It sounds awesome. One day you say you love me, the next to tell me you don't. One day you say you will, but the next to tell me you won't. Hey, little baby, there ain't much partner hanging around, yeah. Man, does that sound good or what? 
It's kind of the classic George Michael sound. Now, yeah. I don't remember the original, so I'd have to go back and compare it. I don't know that song either. Yeah. So it is like having something brand new. Because I have been listening since he passed. I've listened to a lot of music, a lot of the music this year, reminisced, you know. I've forgotten how much I loved yeah. Hard Day and all that from the Faith album. Yeah. So good. This is all part of a uh, documentary that the BBC had commissioned called Freedom. It's narrated by George. Oh, and God. it's got like Stevie Wonder and Elton John and all these big name people. It hadn't come out yet. Yeah. But it's it, I, that I want to see. Hopefully, I know. Hopefully Netflix will pick it up. Look, one of the years at the end of the finale of American Idol, um, he came out and performed like as a surprise, and it was huge to me. I was falling on the floor. I was having a fit. Remember, remember that, that night? I do remember like, that. Gosh. Okay. Uh, Kelly Clarkson has a new song out now. She's got an album coming out called The Meaning of Life. Uh, and uh, yesterday, she kind of debuted the song on a Today Show. It's called Love So Soft. hear that edgy bass line? It yeah. reminds me of the Taylor Swift new stuff. Yeah. A little bit. Well, it's, that's the in sound right now. That's the trending pop sound. So I'll, you can look for that new album called Meaning of Life, and it's going to have all the songs are going to kind of be the soul kind of sound on it. Yeah. Well, that'll be coming out soon from Kelly Clarkson. Looking forward to her Christmas music. Kelly Clarkson's got some good Christmas stuff, and we're a couple months away from that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, coming up, a uh, big weekend. For a lot of people, actually, it's preparation weekend in Florida and along the East Coast. And then uh, some of what Jody is doing for her family mm-hmm. for South Texas Relief is coming up next. Jody, I guess you know what I'm feeling right now is what you would call public conscience. I guess yes, it's, it's the weekend. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited that it's Friday. I'm excited that we get to you know spend time with our girls, and then also though, in the weekend, back of my yeah. head, you know, obviously Irma's out there, and so, so you much have all, going on. All these warnings up, you know, the Florida seaboard all up the East Coast, yeah, and you know you've got people who some people who just are getting water out of their homes and trying to figure out what to do, you know, in the southern part of Texas, and so. I don't know. It's to me it's kinda like it's bittersweet. It's tough to go full on excitement when you've got those There's other things. Always the good going on with the hard stuff though. Isn't yeah. it true? And because we're so connected in social media, you're aware of, you know, yeah. the good as with the much bad. as yeah. I Isn't mean I think fifteen years ago you weren't this I mean No. My you, like my personal Twitter feed, it's every other thing is if somebody posting the radar yeah, or the, the right. plot, you know. And exactly. it's just like man. You, you know, kind of constant. You can kind of feel everything, which is good in ways, as long as you know how to self-regulate. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's my point too. That's right. why it's it, it's tough for me to go into the weekend, you know, full on pumped up because I mean there are people that I'm concerned about. You know, yeah. I mean it's a, it just of course it's there. You know, what's sad to me is when when you because we're so aware of everything, it's wonderful, but it's more important to self-regulate. So what what I ha- what I hate to see is for someone to ha- be having a perfectly normal day and sit down and start whatever going into social media and whatever feeds and going and figuring out what's going on here and there and getting upset like you just were fine and then you look yeah. at a screen and you're upset all of a sudden well, that's you, not right yeah it's funny is it, you were doing that a bit last week with the, uh, with the with the harvey stuff i know because i don't know if you remember that murphy every few minutes or so Joe yeah, would be, oh yeah. my well, and, and you know what and and i it's almost like there's a difference, though. Those kinds of things, and it's easy to get sucked in any of it. You're right, yeah. Jody. You should have a little bit of You have of distance, to regulate. But there's a big difference in the kind of thing where you see, you know, our 
fellow Americans who are suffering versus something that is just kind of Opinion. superficial or yeah. right, politicized or sensationalized, you know, something unrelated that people get sucked into on Facebook. This is just so... Yeah. You know, I mean, you're right. I guess it is everywhere now, so we're more connected to it than we've ever been before. Being yeah. more connected means you have to be more careful with yourself means and where you let your emotions take you. Being more connected means you have to personally disconnect sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's trippy. Yeah. It's very yeah. deep, Sam. Very, yeah. very deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready for what's coming this weekend? Well, yeah, this may be a little bit of an escape. Oh. Hmm. Not for me. <laughs> we have your family-friendly box office review coming up next for what. They're expecting to be the highest grossing debut for a horror movie. And we all know about Pennywise. We'll tell you about this movie, It, and everything else opening up. Coming up next. The Family Friendly Box Office Review. Are you guys ready for It? Can no. you handle It? No. Producer David is the horror movie person in the <laughs> room. And didn't yeah. you say this original movie in 1990 was your It, it was, yeah. When I was younger, I was really obsessed with horror movies. Not so much now, but it's like, that was my number one Okay. It scared me so much as a child, yeah. but it was like a challenge. I had to watch it, so now as an adult, I feel obligated. Like yes. I have to do it. It's a challenge really? myself. I agree. I'm gonna hate hate myself for it in the theater, but like I just I have to do I it. I think you do too, and it seems scarier than the original. Bill, if you'll come with me, hmm. you'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float too. So is that you'll float too thing? Is that from the original movie? Yes, and from the book. Yeah. All the reviews say that this movie is very true to the book which makes Stephen King fans really happy so this movie at the box office with Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise the Clown is just the first chapter just the kids just the kids and the director already said by January they expect to have casting done and by March they expect to be filming chapter two of it. Mm. Can you handle it? Right. Two I, reasons to avoid the I theater. do want you to know that Stephen King saw it already like weeks ago and he said that he was more than impressed with what they did with probably his yeah. scariest the scariest thing he ever did which is it. And it's a clown that feeds on the, the fears of these children and these children in this town that start disappearing. I mean I can't even deal and there's with, red balloons. with how scary he is. <sighs> so and by the way it is expected to debut as the highest grossing horror movie of all time. Okay. Okay. So we, we'll see if you can handle it, David. Mm. We'll expect your review maybe Monday if you're not too scared to come in. <laughs> we also have Reese Witherspoon in a romantic comedy drama. Not so much a rom-com because it's drama too. Home Again. How are we feeling? First day, new school. Are you nervous? I'm feeling exhausted, hopeless. And I don't enjoy the things that I once loved. Where are you getting this from? The Zolash commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for Reese in this sort of role. Love her authenticity, you know. I really love her so look for that and we also have a drama an action drama here at the almost 9-11 anniversary called 9-11 about five people trapped in an elevator in the world trade center in the north tower it's uh charlie sheen and whoopi goldberg some big names there well believe it or not it is rated r Uh 9-11's rated r and home again is pg-13 Family friendly box office review. All right, producer David's got the mailbag next. Yes, Sam, I want to prove to you that your decision to quit drinking again is not only going to help you, but helping some of our listeners. Awesome. Easy way to catch up uh, with anything that you might have missed or catch up on that you might have missed right here on Murphy, Sam, and Jody is to subscribe to the podcast. 
It's so easy to do. You can do it on iTunes. And Sam even has this handy video at MurphySamAndJody.com. You really want to know how to get signed up. For the iTunes Challenged. Okay. Uh, you guys ready? Uh, we love hearing from you. Reach out anytime on Facebook, on Instagram, or give us a call, 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy's Sam and Jody, the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, this is, I love this first message that came in for Sam. I'm not going to give their name out, but they did say this. I just want to say thank you, Sam. I've been battling my drinking this year, and I didn't know how to confront it again until I heard you just now. Mm. You just saved my life, and I'm going to the doctor today, and I'm getting back together. Good. Thank wow. you. I, I seriously needed this. Uh, when what she's referencing is that Sam, you know, yesterday said that he'd started drinking again, mm-hmm. but and you'd stopped. I've stopped. I have actually myself gone to the doctor already. How did that go? Well, I found out I had high blood pressure, so I got to oh. add that on top of everything. Whammy. Yeah, yeah. but sorry. I've got the medicines. I mean, it's literally, it was so nice because you leave the doctor, you go straight to the pharmacy, you got your medicine, good. you're good to go, and, you know, counseling coming up this weekend. So nice. it's already underway. <sighs> good, and you're helping people by sharing it, too. Well, it's Honestly. good to know. I know. Well, Rachel wrote in and said, thank you, Sam, for being so personal. You got this. Being a daughter of a dad that was an alcoholic was really hard on me growing up. Today, I am proud to say he's an alcoholic-free person for almost 15 years. Wow. Cool. Thank you, Rachel. You know, I was the son of an alcoholic, and I I didn't realize it at the time. Sure. Until it all came out and exploded, and then it's like, oh, okay. Sure. You know how many ki- kids grow up in that and don't yeah. realize that this is not normal? Well, it's their normal. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. It's your normal, so it doesn't. it's not abnormal. Right. Yeah, but but I knew it was abnormal in my family, and my dad has been dry since 1991, mm-hmm. you know, clean since 1991, which is awesome. So, yeah, it's, it is everywhere, so it's really good that you're sharing the message because... It, it helps. Kinda Talking sh- about it really is what helps. Yeah. Maybe this this will help you and everybody who's listening. And, we, you know, we won't bug you about it, but update us on what's going on. Well, I mean, it does actually help make you feel better, make mm-hmm. you feel good that it, you're helping. That you're not alone, too. Yeah. I think that's important with anything. Mary Gail says, you got this, Sam. Thoughts and prayers of support. Thank you for making me smile every morning. Thank you. All right. And thank you for reaching out. We always love hearing from you. It's our favorite thing. 877-310-4MSJ. You can text that number also or, of course, on Facebook or Instagram. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Let's break it down for you. Why Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes won't talk about their obvious relationship. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Do you see the picture this week that surfaced of Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes holding oh, hands yes. on a beach? Hand in the hand. deal is these two have said they're not in a relationship for a long a long, long time. And you know what? I didn't I believed them. It's fine with me. I don't it doesn't but matter to me. They've been good friends for a while though. They have been remember that Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise were really good friends mm-hmm. at a time when Katie it Holmes did. when he was jumping on couches in love with Katie Holmes. Yeah, they did a movie together. At least they did. One movie together. They enjoyed each other a lot and then all of a sudden now that well, not all of a sudden that now that Katie Holmes is divorced from Tom Cruise, everybody's been thinking that Jamie Foxx is in her life and in a relationship with her and it's like, why keep it so secret? To me, it makes sense to keep it on the DL a little bit, if you will. What's your own business? It's not just that. We don't know how they feel about that. Maybe they feel bad, very badly and guilty about, hey, he oh, used to be my okay. friend. Yeah. Now I'm holding hands with his ex right. on the beach. Now, another reason it may have never come to light is that uh, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, li- literally it took them forever to 
finalize all the legalities of their split. And it may not have been smart for her to even make a peep yeah. about Jamie Foxx. Speaking of Jamie, it looks like they're together, is the point. Well, they, uh, and they good for them. Paparazzi stopped him on the beach uh, mm-hmm. or somewhere after that picture was taken, a day after, mm-hmm. and they asked him, and all he did and was laugh. Like, yeah, he does not even talk to close yeah. friends, Jamie Foxx, about his relationship status. Speaking of him, though, he's been busy planning this um, hand-in-hand telethon that will happen next week for Hurricane Harvey and Irma victims is what they're saying now. It's mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, we know that he was one of the first organizers. Reese Witherspoon will be there. Blake Shelton, Robert De Niro. It's a huge Mr. list. Mr. Clooney. That's right. George Clooney is a big part of it, too. And they've added some big names. Drake, Sophia Vergara, Tim and Faith will be there, and Mr. Bieber. Don't you give up. Nah, nah, nah. It's happening in L.A., nah, New York, and Nashville. It'll happen across a lot of networks. And by the way, the money will go to... United Way, Habitat for Humanity, the Humane Society, even the Mayor's Fund in the Houston area. Right. So it's it's a very big effort, and it's happening on Tuesday night. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, because in honor of Pennywise yes. and the movie It in theaters today, <laughs> um, the top five Stephen King adapted movies. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, normally Jody loves to call it Fun Friday, and we look, it is Friday. It should be a great day for everybody, but it's kind of a weird Friday because we're talking about last hour. With everything that's going on in the country right now, it's very difficult to get, like, totally pumped at the you weekend. You don't mean political. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, you know, wildfires yeah. and hurricanes. I mean, look at Irma. You know, look at the lines at gas stations in Miami, you know, this weekend. And then you have everything that's just happened in Texas. Well, the southern part of Texas with, you know. Um, where I've got family. The, well, Harvey Recovery now. it's We're just starting in the recovery mode there. Yeah. Um, my family in Texas. I have a lot of family in that part of, of the state. And, um it's funny because the ones that I have who are homeowners didn't flood, but the ones who are, are renting flooded. Right. And it's very different when you don't own. You're waiting on your landlord to do everything. Gutting and all that is not your decision, timing-wise and stuff like that. It's very it's different. It's weird. I, I guess it would sound strange to say that makes some parts of it easier, but it there's does. nothing easy about losing you your stuff. You don't want to say the E-word, no, but right. there's not a year-long headache. Yeah of dealing with your your own repairs but because it's not yours to repair but you're weighing on someone yeah there's the w word exactly but you know oh. with, uh, with all these with the national disasters it's interesting that at least you have a little bit more prep time now for hurricanes you don't really always love, get those with wildfires and tornadoes and those kind of things but you yeah. know with with hurricanes there's at least more advanced warning and more precise forecasting than we've talked about this before at home murphy that i <laughs> I cannot imagine living now in a time, I cannot imagine living in a time when you didn't have the all the over-communication about mm-hmm. everything that's happening and coming, because you can so be ready, yeah. you know? You know, my grandmother used to tell the story about Hurricane Camille in 1969. It was the hurricane party, and yeah. Walter Cronkite even did a story back in the day on CBS about the hurricane party that supposedly took place at an apartment complex. People who wouldn't leave. Yeah, who wouldn't leave. And and I literally just read a story the other day on that. Within the last two years, they're saying, no, that was a myth. Oh. It was actually, it was an urban even, legend. In the, even in the late 60s, the media was kind of going sensational with something that you know wasn't real. There, you know, there were a few oh. people that didn't leave because they thought the building would have been 
being safe enough in the storm surge, mm-hmm. you know, actually it completely. I always I think, heard that. I think my parents even told me that story. Yeah, it it I wiped never the building heard out. That story. I did. And uh, and it, and the article even said there was an ABC made-for-TV movie in the Man. '80s about it mm. with Larry Hagman. Oh well, <laughs> hanging out for. I know. So yeah, we've come a long way. So, God, you, know, you say preparation, made for TV. Preparation is a good thing, and our thoughts are with everybody who is dealing with the after effects of Harvey and what's upcoming for Irma. Preparing for yeah. Irma. Yeah. You know, Sam and I do share a lot of things in common, but one of the many things is, you know, we've become better handymen around our houses because of YouTube. And Good. Google, right? And Google, Google and YouTube. Good, yeah. because my sink, I took a picture of it early this morning, Murphy, when I was brushing my teeth. Um, my sink in our bathroom, we have whoa, two whoa, sinks. Whoa, wait, you took a picture of it? Yeah, because I want to show you, after I brush my teeth, Ugh. it's just it's just filled. Okay. It's so full. That's a liquid plumber job there. Well, yeah, that's what I thought, but well, I didn't want to assume be, that. It could be the old coat hanger and the, yeah. Oh, it, wow, that's full. That's just from uh, How much water do you need to brush your teeth? Uh, uh, you need running water. <laughs> I do. Anyway. All right, so, I'll yeah, fix that. I'm glad you want to be a handyman. I don't need to Google the how-to on that, but, you uh, know, but, but it is, it's the greatest thing ever. I think that my grandfather, who was like super handyman, I don't know if he would think it's cool or if he would think it's the easy way out. It's you cheating. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to look it up. I'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> right. I wonder if that's I the case. I agree with that. that. I feel like the former generations, mm-hmm. you learned from your family yeah. and you ju- or learned from trying. Yeah, but having a reference like this I probably agree. keeps a lot of people people from making mistakes that break things or hurt you or keeps you know what you I mean? from america's funniest home videos is what it keeps uh, you from probably okay <laughs> so uh, speaking of google let's do this the number one things that are googled how to, the number one how to questions on google you guys want the, the top five the number one things that are googled yeah. of how uh, to all right how to draw uh, like so how to draw a dog or how to draw a house or how to draw uh, plans it just seems to me like you either know how to do it or you you well, know no, think try. about it haven't you ever been taught how to actually draw mickey mouse we were yes. when we were at disney world one yeah. time it's like wow so you draw what circles you, you draw the circle it's just circles one yeah. circle and then two circles at the top right yeah and that's supposedly the way you draw anything from start from jump one time it's when symmetrical. i was at disney um, i remember um, seeing one of the uh cleaning crew there he was using a mop and he drew mickey mouse on the floor oh with that's mop cute water. no was like, i don't want to step on that yeah mm, that's so cute uh number four on the list of popular how-to questions according to google to google how to lose weight number four Pfft, i'm surprised that's not the first there's no the magic answer on that you know there is not a magic answer because it's a hard answer uh how to get pregnant number three <laughs> <laughs> how to kiss number two and how to tie a tie is number one. Oh, Murphy. I could see that one. Yeah, and you've done that a long time ago, right? I've had to because I can do the single Windsor. I'm just awful at the double. I don't know why. I always I feel like I should know how to do that for you, mm. and yet I don't. No, you don't need to do. That. I can learn the tie if you can learn the sink. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sunday is Grandparents' Day, so coming up, questions that kids can ask their grandparents to help get to know them better. Man, there's a lot going on uh, between wildfires and all eyes on Irma right now. Also need to remember that, you know, our friends who've experienced the worst of Hurricane Harvey are also in recovery mode still. So if you haven't had a chance to you know, provide some assistance, we've got a whole checklist of things you can do at murphysamandjody.com. 
this Sunday, and I don't know why this day. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, I know it's just football going on and all that. Of course, we're back to football, and it just which makes me happy too. But Sunday is Grandparents Day. Uh-huh. And Grandparents' well, Day doesn't get the celebration that Mother and Father's Day does. It's interesting. It I know it's always been around, but I never know. So is it always on the same date every year? I don't know. I know it's always in September. And second so it Sunday must, must be second Sunday in September. They sell cards for this? Probably. Um, so here's the deal. If you, you know, and I, somebody said this to me recently. I know we've talked about it, that grandparents are treasures in our lives. And it's that kind oh, of thing that God, you don't maybe even realize until too late or until you grow up. Um, and it's so true. Um, so just go into the weekend knowing that it's grandparents day. And if you can spend time, get the kids together with their, with their grandparents, do that. Um, I remember, and I'm going to give you these questions that good questions for kids to ask grandparents. Mm-hmm. Not the big ones. Not like, what does your life mean? Or what is your big regret? Not, don't be serious. Like, ask the fun questions like, um, what was your favorite school subject? You asked my grandfather that. He is going to go on and on about how little, what little schooling he had. Yeah. And then you're going to get a real insight into him. Yeah. You know? Wouldn't you agree with that? Well, grand, question. grandparents have all that. All it takes usually is one question, and you'll get them on a roll. I was you know going to say, I mean? one question <laughs> will set them off. Well, here's another good one for kids today to ask their grandparents. What is your favorite new technology today? Mm-hmm. You know, my grandfather loves his cell phone. Your grandmother, Heidi, loved her computer. Yeah. She checked her email all the time. So you're just saying that this is a great way to start conversation from the kids to the grandparents? Yeah, just connecting. I just also wanted to bring up the fact that it's Grandparents Day Sunday. And I would not, I mean, you know, I came across it. It's not something that I just marked on the calendar. Yeah. You know? You know, I mean, I miss all of mine. I lost three of my grandparents before I was 10. I mean, they, they all died when I was really young. Of course, my grandmother, Heidi, lived to be 97. And so I was early 40s when she passed away so i literally spent my entire and most of my adult life with her and it was a blessing yeah and so yes they're treasures and jewels but so very it was always fun to ask questions just because i don't know she told the greatest stories yeah yeah and the trick is being a kid and being really interested in that you can learn Um, a lot from them you really things that stick with you my grandfather i was able to uh, interview my grandfather when i was like a junior or senior in high school as a school assignment and i got some really good answers yeah you know things that i never forgot well do that coming up coming up next so among the many things that we're thinking about for this weekend uh one of them is actually grandparents day which i forget about jody had mentioned right. that. It, sunday it does not get the attention that mothers and father's days and mm. all the other days get no um but it should right so let's celebrate that if you can get the kids together with the grand with the grandparents this weekend that'd be cool um grandparents and everybody's got a different situation so there's no one you know right way to do it or or whatever but um when i think about my grandmother who you know passed away almost 13 years ago yeah what an influence she was in my life i feel like every time i'm looking for something on sale that's her inside of me <laughs> going get it on sale let's get a good sale yeah you know i feel it's like funny that. How the, there are things like that that are huge that stick out anytime that i think about <clears throat> cooking and holidays it's my grandmother heidi period yeah. you what know else, what i'm saying and what else is so special is that when you're a kid if you're lucky enough it, when you're a kid your grandparent has all that life experience and it's not such a rush for you to do everything right this minute grandparents have if you're lucky an easiness about them and mm-hmm. that's one reason that children just gravitate to them mm-hmm. you know uh, it's such a blessing um my grandfather, I was telling you this, I interviewed him, and he was still a pastor at that time, a minister, 
when I was in high school, I had a class assignment was to interview someone over the age of probably 60 or 65 or something like that. And it was like, interview him. And we were... <laughs> Who's the oldest person in the family? <laughs> well, it was interview someone. And I interviewed him. And um, I remember some of the answers that I never forget. It sticks with me. I learned from him. One of them was something about regrets. Do you have... What, what do you have regrets about? Right. And he thought for a moment... And he said, I regret not taking care of my teeth. Hmm. And he had just gone through didn't some... expect that one. I know, I didn't. But he had just gone through some serious dental work. And I remember him saying, I just didn't take care of it. And this is the one body yeah. you're given. Huh. You need." He turned it around. You need to know to take care of your body because you're going to want your teeth your whole life, Jody. You're going to want, you know... He still has his. That's at 88, uh, oh, right? He had some massive... I don't know what exactly, but when, we, when I was a kid at that right. time... He had some massive exchanges, yeah. if you will. You know, it, the, the <laughs> advice that grandparents give you, it's usually the basics. Uh, it's all it the basics. It's never it's fancy. It's just <clears throat> the basic, simple stuff. And yeah. I, I love that. Other questions to ask grandparents if you really want to get to know them, kiddos. Ask how they met their spouse, your other grandparent. Or, or ask yeah, about you the may day not hear those your parent was born. Get them to tell you those stories. Tell me when a quarter would get you into a movie with a Coke and a popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, I have Ashley on the phone, and she well, has another great gift idea for you to give a friend, Jody. Sweet. Let's do that next. Really sweet photo. It turned out to be a great gift idea. Jody wasn't expecting from one of her good friends. You know, when her oldest dog, Chevy, passed away last year, she went to Jody's Facebook page, downloaded a photo, and went and had it framed. And it's in it's really black and white, too. Sweet and unexpected a year uh. later. So gorgeous. Yeah, it was a great idea. Love to hear from you anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. How you doing, Ashley? Doing great. <laughs> Sweet. What can we do um, for you? Well, I we wanted to share an idea about pets and gifts with you guys. Um, I have a friend from high school. We were in art together mm-hmm. and it was many, many years ago because I'm so young. And um, <laughs> that she paints like the faces of your pets on ornaments at christmas oh Very, my like for 40 God. i think it's 40 dollars. that's the best and, um, her na- it's oh. awesome her name is katie cooper art you can find her, anybody can find her on facebook yeah. but um any of my friends who've had a pet that has you know passed away mm-hmm. or a very mm-hmm. dear pet it's what a very a gift. special gift oh my gosh you know to give them um it's really 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 cool and the, the way she paints it i mean you can just like see what they're thinking in their eyes it's just beautiful no so, kidding um, Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, she must really be a good artist. It, not only is she a good artist, but I guess it's a big ornament, bigish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's about yeah. three inches. You know, it's, it's one of those. But yeah. that's, I think that's what makes it so special because it's not so big, but she's able to pack a lot of you know right meaning and you know it's, it's just it's just beautiful. I love so, it. If I, love I had rec- cool. if I received that, that would probably be my favorite gift the whole year. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. Thank you, Ashley. I can't imagine how precise her friend has to be with that. That's what I'm saying. Because uh, so I'm, I'm trying to picture three inches and I'm trying to picture fitting a whole dog. So I'm, I'm just a saying, stick dog. No, you can't. I mean, that's what I would do probably with a uh-huh. sharpie. And so to uh-huh. be, able you wouldn't to, get forty bucks a pop for a sharp for oh, a stick I, dog. I, I, I wouldn't look. get a look. 
anything I paint, nobody would pay me a, bu- a buck for. But if you if you're drawing something or you're painting something like that on an ornament that size, do you have to use like a magnifying glass to be that precise? No, but isn't that beautiful? I would think it would. That be. is a talent. If if I could do that, I would be home right now painting ornaments right See, now. Sam, I think is ah! is picturing the wrong thing. It's this is not what a four year old paints. Yeah. It's a very no, detailed art, drawing. Right? Seems Sam. a little pricey to me, but that that's me. No, 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 no. no. It's her time and it's her talent. Yes. Not everybody can do it. Otherwise, she everybody would do it. And it's priceless. Yeah. It is priceless. Yeah. Ashley, feel free to send us a picture so we can you know demonstrate yeah, on this an ornament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love to hear from you. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Now you know about it this weekend at the box office. So we're going to rank the top five Stephen King movies oh, of lovely. all time next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Instead of the typical um, entertainment rundown here, let's celebrate the movies of Stephen King. Not that he's a movie maker, he's a writer, but boy, anytime he writes anything. He made good movies out of his books. Oh my goodness. USA Today ranked his worst and best. So Mm. like... I don't, we don't want to focus on the worst, but yeah. that new Dark Towers on that part on that list. Well, wow, it worst didn't last one, long in the theaters. Nobody was loving it. Like people were high high hopes because if you love those books, but <clears throat> it just didn't translate. It's almost like too big of a story to tell. So let's give you the top five ranked. We'll do five to one of the Stephen King best adaptations. Okay. Um, coming in for a tie at number five is the movie Carrie. <laughs> yeah. And Mama. the new It. Bill, if you will come with me, you'll float too. Critics rank this among too. the he best adaptations. Down. True to the book, scary, scary, scary. It's like it, you meet the, yeah. the sweet, quirk, quirk, quirky kids of Stand By Me meet a scary, scary <laughs> situation <laughs> yeah. in Clown. Uh, number four, The Dead Zone from 1983. Okay. Never saw it, was very scared mm-hmm. of it, and that's fine with me. Also, number three on the list. 1408, starring John Cusack. Oh, is that the one that we, he was in the hotel room? Yeah, yes. I remember seeing that one. They say that is, if you dig deeper, that one is the most underrated yeah. Stephen King movie. Yeah, like that you, one played with your mind. Number two on the list of the top best ever Stephen King movie adaptations, and this one's not even scary, it just touched us all, Shawshank. I must admit I didn't think much of Andy the first time I laid eyes on him. <sighs> looked like a stiff breeze would blow him over. Which is really oh. funny that all of these are really scary or yeah. thriller movies, and then Shawshank. Yeah. It's like, when I first found out that he wrote Shawshank, it's like, really? It made me want to go back and read the book. Yeah. Although I thought, if the the movie was way long, <laughs> I don't know if I can handle reading the book. Because the way Stephen King writes, he just really takes his mm-hmm. time. He'll spend, like, you know, six pages describing a sunset to you. Okay, so, and the number one most loved and best Stephen King adaptation movie of all time. The Shining. Little pigs, little pigs, let me come in. Nothing yeah. can touch this. Not by the Nah, show. don't want to see this again. The way every, it just mm-hmm. scared everybody. You can add yeah. to this if you need to, but you can go also get the list and the reasons why these ranked as we celebrate, I guess, Pennywise. Not celebrate, but at the box office this weekend. Right. Um, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at... 8.30 this morning. Uh, more celebrities added to the hand-in-hand telethon, which is happening early next week. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Excited that it's Friday. Obviously not so excited about Irma and the prospects there, but um, you know, nonetheless, we're thinking of everybody, and uh, we hope you do have a good weekend. Sam, 
You're up to share your favorite from the week. Sam's Friday favorite. Mine goes back to last Saturday, and, and it was football. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it involved... <gasps> uh, why? Uh, uh, go ahead. I think I know what you might be doing. I'm excited. That's okay. all. It Sorry. In, it involved a USC football player. His name is Jake Olson. Yeah. I don't know if you heard his story. I but did. He's the long snapper on the... Well, he's a long snapper, which means you snap for field goals and for punts, mm-hmm. but he's blind. USC has a blind snapper, and his name is Jake Olson. And there may be some communication going on right now between the USC and Western Michigan coaches to alert them that the Trojans are about to put him in to snap this uh, extra point. Yeah. They, and they put him in to do this extra point. He lost one of his eyes when he was 10 months old, the other eye at 12 years old, due mm. to uh, retinoblastoma. Mm. And so the USC coach called up the Western Michigan coach during the week and said, Hey, look, I want to put him in. He's never been in. And, you know, if I put him in, can your guys just, like, not rush him or anything? And right. That's so a, it was like, well, tough call. if your team doesn't rush on one of our extra points, and I was like, sure, oh. okay. So earlier in the game, USC held up on a rush for an extra point. End of the game comes up. It's out of reach. They're not going to win Western Michigan. So that gives him the signal, and his guys decide, okay, we're going to hold up. And so they brought him in to snap. So Jake Olson, how about this for an inspirational moment? And a good snap from Jake. Listen to the crowd. Look at the USC sideline. Yeah, so he snapped the ball. They kicked the extra point. Perfect snap, too. Yeah. They, they showed him on the sidelines beforehand practicing, and it yeah. was just like, man, this is perfect. It was mm-hmm. an awesome snap. The fact, just to me, the fact that he is where he is in his life, mm-hmm. given that uh, disability, given that hurdle. Yes. Pardon the pun. And because of that, he now will be a letterman. Yeah. He'll get his really? letterman's jacket and all that for USC. So Glad I you remember that. that. Glad you remember that mm-hmm. from the week. Mm-hmm. That is Sam's Friday favorite. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Your family-friendly box office review. We'll see if you can handle it. And I do mean Pennywise the Clown reimagined. The family-friendly box office review. Are you guys ready for it? Can you handle it? Producer David is the horror movie person in the room. And didn't you say this original movie in 1990 was your It was, yeah. When I was younger, I was really obsessed with horror movies. Not so much now, but it's like, that was my number one Okay. It scared me so much as a child, yeah. but it was like a challenge. I had to watch it, so now as an adult, I feel obligated. Like yes. I have to do it. It's a challenge. Really? Myself. I agree. I'm gonna hate hate myself for it in the theater, but like I just I have to do I it. I think you do too, and it seems scarier than the original. Bill, if you'll come with me, hmm. you'll float too. So is that your float two thing? Is that from the original movie? Yes, and from the book. All the reviews say that this movie is very true to the book, which makes Stephen King fans really happy. So this movie at the box office with Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise the Clown is just the first chapter. Oh, Just the kids, just the kids. And the director already said... By January, they expect to have casting done. And by March, they expect to be filming Chapter 2 of It. Mm. Can you handle it? Right. Two reasons to avoid the I do want you to know that Stephen King saw it already, like weeks ago. And he said that he was more than impressed with what they did. With probably his scariest, the scariest thing he ever did. Which is It. And it's a clown that feeds on the, the fears of these children and these children in this town that start disappearing. I mean, I can't even deal. And there's with, red balloons. With how scary he is. <sighs> so, and by the way, it is expected to debut as the highest grossing horror movie 
of all time. Okay. Okay. So we, we'll see if you can handle it, David. Mm. We'll expect your review maybe Monday if you're not too scared to come in. <laughs> we also have Reese Witherspoon in a romantic comedy drama. Not so much a rom-com because it's drama too. Home Again. How are we feeling? First day, new school. Are you nervous? I'm feeling exhausted, hopeless, and I don't enjoy the things that I once loved. Where are you getting this from? The Zolash commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for Reese in this sort of role. Love her authenticity, you know. I really love her, so look for that. And we also have a drama, an action drama here at the almost 9-11 anniversary called 9-11 about five people trapped in an elevator in the World Trade Center in the North Tower. It's uh, Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg. Some big names there. Well, believe it or not, it is rated R. Ah. Uh-huh. 9-11's rated R and Home Again is PG-13. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Hey, coming up, I'm going to tell you why my son Parker mm-hmm. uh, wound up in the hospital at boarding school. What, mm-hmm. Sam? Keeping track of Irma and still helping those who were affected by Hurricane Harvey. And you can find out the you know what is needed right now and the great ways to donate at murphysamandjody.com. Okay, Sam, what is this about your Parker uh, going to the hospital for, at boarding school? Uh, he... Um, he ate a pistachio. Okay. And Parker has a tree nut allergy. Now, so did he not know he was eating a pistachio? Oh, no. He knew what he was doing. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Um, he thought maybe he'd grown out of the tree nut allergy, so he ate sure. a pistachio and no one was looking. Just one pistachio? Yeah. Oh. And he wound up his blowing it. You never see those pictures on Facebook when people put their dog that got stung in the snout and it's all yeah. puffed up. I don't like those pictures. Yeah. Well, that's what he looked like. A dog with, that got stung in the nose. He was all puffed that's up. That's horrible. So that's serious. Take him to the hospital and... Uh, they just basically everything came down on its own within you know hour or so. They just kept him for a little observation, and he was fine. Mm. Wow! <clears throat> this happened before when he was little, and uh, we went to uh, when I was bringing Jackson home, my other son, one one time, and Jackson's dog licked Parker. We mm-hmm. thought nothing of it. Well, and within twenty minutes, woof, really? It, yeah. So we never figured out why that happened but you have a dog oh, yeah, yeah, i know yeah. we've all got dog he's got, he's got a dog at, school, at boarding school right does that mean your dog was eating pistachio nuts <laughs> could have been any kind of tree nuts magna pi over and here it's not peanuts either it's not a peanut really because those are legu- they're legumes and this is tree nuts like okay. walnuts and pistachios and almonds and hard shell nuts okay okay what they're called so yeah so he ate one thinking maybe i've outgrown it and he hasn't outgrown it so he wound up in the hospital so two questions i'm glad it wasn't more serious truly do you think he learned his lesson is the one question for now yes okay number two do you get the hospital bill is i don't that, know mm, i just got i just got you were the, his mom well i woke up in the morning i got had the email that said hey this this is from his house parent right just want to let you know da 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 and here's the funny thing. The house, house parent, he says, yeah, I just want to let you know, Little T had some trouble last night. Little T? Yeah. Who's Little T? Parker, apparently. <laughs> it's L-I-L and the capital letter T. So I got to find out now why he's Little T. Man, he's living the life away his, from home. His name is Parker. There's no T in Parker. <laughs> so I'll find out. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. A few more big names join this hand-in-hand telethon that's going to be happening next Tuesday night. Four hurricane victims. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So more of the entertainment world joining this telethon that's happening next week, actually on Tuesday, called Hand in Hand Telethon. Uh, it's for hurricane victims of Harvey and Irma. Yeah. 
Um, and so we know it was Jamie Foxx on the ground floor, George Clooney, Reese Witherspoon will be there, Blake Shelton, Billy Crystal, Robert De Niro. Matt, Matt's going to be there. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that's right, right, All right. right. Um, some ones who have joined and, and we're going to be there. Tim and Faith, mm-hmm. like that, Sophia Vergara. Drake will be in the house and Mr. Bieber. Don't you give up? Nah, nah, nah. It'll happen in three cities, L.A., New York, and Nashville, but it'll be on, like, all of the networks. And right. by the way, they've taken what they're what they're going to raise will go to several different charities. It'll go to Habitat for Humanity, United Way, the the Mayor's Fund in Houston, even the Humane, the American Humane Society. Mm-hmm. Um, so loving that. When you see it next week, you're, it's going to be everywhere. It'll be Tuesday night. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Earlier this morning, Jody shared the most how to uh, the most things Googled for how tos. Mm-hmm. Most popular how to. How do you do this? How yeah. do you do that? And uh, that reminds me, there's a little project I, I should probably work on this weekend because I bought the handle months ago, and as usual, I've postponed this forever. The handle, huh? Well, yeah, <laughs> right. It's supposed it's, to go anywhere. No, it's on the back of my SUV. The little, oh. it's, it's one of those soft touch handles that opens the back door, and the rubber is just kind of eroded, uh-huh. and so it sticks to your hand every time you try to open it. It's so, sticky. So, yeah. So oh. I need, I need, to, I need to replace it, and so, <laughs> but it is in a tricky position, and I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to Google and find a YouTube video to find the best way to replace the handle on the back. Yeah. And and I'm grateful for that because I don't have what this magic is that is possessed by architects and engineers where they can look at a shop manual and see what they call an exploded 3D version of something that's drawn mm. and figure it out. I, I can't ever wrap my brain around that's that. That's okay. I've yeah. got to have somebody on a YouTube video showing me, hey, and you stick the screwdriver right here. Right. And you pop this and you do that and then the next thing you know. That's cool. There are other things that you can do that they can't do. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Are yeah. there any how-to videos for that? I don't know. Have you made any videos about no. all your yeah, you sound? And, yeah. yeah, you've got total, you know, I never technical, about that. total technical That's like, prowess. That would be like YouTube paying it forward. The next time that I do something intricate, video it and show somebody how it's done. I just yeah. hope your fingers don't get sticky anymore. <laughs> you can also fix the sink this weekend if you want to at home. Hey, Jody, I ran into a, the, one of the dilemmas that you seem to run into uh, whenever you start binging a new show. So many dilemmas. And that's, <laughs> what, uh, what is that? <laughs> whether to stay awake and watch oh, another episode or not. Narco season three. Yes. we Murphy and I are supposed to get into this this weekend finally because we it's, love the first two seasons. It's good. And but, by the time it gets to episode seven, you're just like... Okay, I got to watch the rest of it. Oh, it's, you, there's one main character it focuses around. You mean the the villain? Because we know Agent Pena. No, well he, he he's a villain. I can't tell you anymore. Okay, okay, thanks. Uh, and <laughs> and it's cool is because apparently this season three is based on a book that he wrote when he got out. Right. So okay. it's like you're now that I know that he this, exists for exists real. for real, and he got out and did what he did. It's like man, I want to read his book and I want to find out. Obviously. He'll make it because he, wrote, right, he, he got out and wrote it. a book. Right. It was just last night I was one of those, all right, bed or one, one more, more episode. But if just I watch one, one more, more episode, I'm going to be all tense and, and it's so up. it's so easy to do just one more because it starts counting down and it, it'll go to the next oh, one yeah, quickly. Before you can decide. Yeah. It's the it's the binger. Yeah. It makes you binge. Well, Season you know, you three do, is awesome. You though. do have the weekend. Yes. 
Thank you for spending your workday with us, and uh, be sure to come hang out with us after the show. Something exclusive you get when you subscribe for free to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. And, and that way, also, you can catch up on anything over the weekend. If you're sticking your earbuds in to go for a run or something uh, that you might have missed from this past week. 